to Honey Teen Steam Podcast. This is Lexi, and I'm back again with Molly. Hey! And Bella. Hey! So this week we're going to do a little something that we can probably all relate to. It's a thing that happens to pretty much anybody regarding, like, you know, school, work, anything that you requires emotional and um, serious effort to go into it. And it's called burnout. And I'm sure we've all experienced this. I refer to it as burnout syndrome. So I'll just define it real quick for everybody before we start diving into that. Okay, so burnout syndrome is a result from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. So. I have a lot of that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all have a lot of that. Just a bit. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm very not good at coping with stress from work in school i'm okay with coping with stress from like just life life like, like my family mental, like yeah friends like i'm okay with that but when it comes to work in school like I productive things i can't do it well i mean it can be the productive part of it but i don't know about you guys but for me i think part of it is definitely the fact that i don't have control over those situations mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things that like there's nothing that I can specifically do to make the situation better. Like, I can, you know, in my mind, mentally, like, you know, oh, this is going to be okay. I can give myself self- self-affirmations. I can, you know, try to trick my brain into thinking, you know, hey, this is going to be all right. But externally, my workplace situation, my school situation, I'm playing by other people's roles. And, you know, like, you brought up the, you know, like, your life stress Typically, in your relationships, like, your interpersonal relationships with people and, like, things that are bothering you internally, like, you have control over that. Like, there's a way that you can make it better. But if you're talking about, like, institutions like work or school, it's a little bit more difficult, I feel. Oh, for sure. So, I actually just, I'm looking this up. This is on, this is calmer.com, so it's, like, the stages of burnout or whatever. But I read the first paragraph and it says, so it's like an ideal world, like no one suffers from burnout, obviously. But it is becoming increasingly common that there are studies that have shown that there has been a 24% increase throughout the year of 2020 of burnout syndrome with just workers in general compared to the previous year before that. That's a massive increase of people suffering from a burnout syndrome Dang. regarding work and yeah. life. That's insane. I didn't like. I didn't like. Um, when I thought about this topic, um, I didn't think it was like that. But now right. looking into this, this, this is shit is like, astronomical. This shit real. This okay, shit real. true. So, at the start of the pandemic, I was gifted with four months off of my work. It was being um, like under construction, so the construction halted due to the pandemic. So instead of about six weeks, it ended up being four months of unemployment. And let me tell you how lazy I became. I fucking, all I did was I drank. I played Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. I laid out in the sun. My only excitement, like productive task of the day was getting Dunkin'. You know, that was really it. And so I went back into the workplace and I was burned out immediately. I remember the first week back into employment, I cried and I cried at the end of the week. I felt so shitty. I felt so stressed. And so Bella, you know, she just alluded to how when she's at work, she's playing by someone else's rules. In my position, someone else's rules 
are my rules. I'm a manager, so, you know, the rules are technically, they're mine, which is great. I have to enforce them. I have to make sure everyone's, you know, following them. I'm following them. People aren't dying under my watch. All types of things. I could go into it forever and ever and ever. But when I first came into this position, like even before the pandemic, whatever, I started learning all these rules about like what to do when someone fucking falls on the ground and they break their arm and they are, you know, threatening to sue you. And maybe someone drives their car into the dumpster doors of your facility (laughs) or, um, you know, all of the technology in your very busy business shut off in the middle of lunch. Maybe that. You know, I'm learning all these things. And then you have to pick up IT. (laughs) (laughs) On top of being a manager. Spontaneously. You are now the IT manager as well as the supervisor manager and babysitter. Yes. Or mom. You know, that's what they call me. But, you know, all of that, it will really, it will bring you to the point of burnout. And so I've been there. Been there, done that. It'll break you Work down burnout shows. is fucking so stressful. You know, like, because, you know, you start out loving your job, liking your mm-hmm. your time there. And then all of a sudden you're crying. You're dreading going to work. You're on Indeed.com fucking looking up where, <laughs> where can I fucking get a new job? Where can I get a new life? So, yeah, been there, done that. You know, it's really funny you bring that up. So let's do a little information thing for you. So I'm also looking through. There are five stages of burnout which I didn't know this before researching this topic, that I had no idea that this was a a thing. Okay, so they advise um, if you notice any of these symptoms to address it because that's what leads to, you know, the end result of burnout. So we're going to start off with some phases for y'all. We'll do some edumacation today. Edumacation. Okay, Okay, so stage one. Awareness. I would say this is awareness. This is awareness, yeah. For anybody listening, um, if you are, like, feeling stressed don't know why like just listen to this and um if you have any stages address the situation yeah hopefully you can find some things we're saying relatable or you know yeah if you will so stage one is the honeymoon phase molly you described this this is when you start a new task you start a new like job start a new class new school and you have high satisfaction you're super excited you're committed you're energetic you're creative like you're super excited about this new job this new role so this is the first phase you may begin to experience you know stresses that you're undertaking but you're still going you know you're still like highly satisfied with your job so symptoms of this job satisfaction accepting new responsibilities okay high energy levels and like optimism you know everybody's been there we start that i knew her once i we, knew her yeah once. we knew her two stage two this is the onset of stress okay so this begins with the awareness that some days are more difficult than others. Oh. This is common stress symptoms. These are physical, mental, emotional symptoms that you will happen during this time. High blood pressure, <laughs> inability to focus, irritability, job dissatisfaction. You cannot sleep. You don't want to talk to people. Anxiety, avoidance of making decisions, you know, bad appetite, all that stuff. All that stuff that comes with stress. You're describing everything that happened to me with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I was at work one day. I don't know. He made me super anxious one day. Don't remember. It's suppressed. It's in the past. I don't fucking care anymore. But I just remember that I was wearing, like, my Fitbit, and it was telling me, like, what my heart rate was. Ladies, 130. Uh Oh, man. Was I doing anything? No. No. That's a heart attack. That's what stress will do to you. Like, I was fully aware. I went home, and I cried because I knew how fucking deteriorating that is on my body. Yeah. Having a heart rate of consistent 
130 like consistent over 100 for the day just knowing he was doing something fucking i don't know but (laughs) hear that ladies don't let a man stress you out to have a heart rate over 100 for a whole day my resting is 67 right now yeah um so i take pride in that track your heart rate yes if it's over 100 in any situation <laughs> consistently get that out shit. get out snip cut something let him go okay <laughs> so, let him go stage three this is called chronic stress so this is the marked <laughs> this is a marked change in stress levels this is we've gone past just the you know i'm getting stressed this is you are stressed so you may experience some of the symptoms you know lack of hobbies missed deadlines Holy fuck, missed deadlines. Me. Persistent tiredness in the mornings. Don't want to get up. Physical illness. You bring on colds, whatnot. Procrastination. Lateness for work. This one's a big one. Social withdrawal from friends and family. And um, you start taking escaping activities. So escape tactics to get rid of this stress. This past fucking two weeks, I've turned every single assignment in late every single one i mean everyone i know you consistently do that it's called senioritis (laughs) ma'am ma'am i literally i look at it i'm like oh fuck i listen i'm like listen they're they're lucky they ain't getting it they're literally literally we are two weeks out from graduation i think it's important to note for our listeners too um lexi and i graduate from college what is it two weeks yeah yeah, like two weeks two weeks from today two weeks from today so it'll be a week from a week from when this publishes i'm so proud mm-hmm. of y'all yeah two yeah a week from when this goes episode goes out i will be uh out yep. outy if you will so um the senioritis the stress levels all of it has been real oh look it even says increased caffeine and alcohol and drug consumption Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. that was an at <laughs> like they just added and me. then also denial of problems at work at home as well on top of that um that one hit hard that that hits <laughs> that, that, that hits, that hits. They'd be like, you know what? No, 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 no. Like, I'm fine. Like, it's cool. Like, everyone goes through this. Like, this is normal. Bitch, that's not normal. It's not that's normal. not normal. Well, it's normal, but it's not healthy normal. Yeah. That is what we live under capitalism. It's normal. But mentally, for a human being... That's a nice connection you made there. I like that one. <laughs> that's oh, not for sure. normal for a mentally healthy, functioning adult. Okay. Speaking of capitalism here. <laughs> yeah. Just because I, th- I think it's relevant. You know, I... I'm just gonna say it. A 40 hour work week can suck my dick. I'm trying to go to Italy where they have fucking right. afternoons <gasps> off, Sundays, no way right. no one's working. Oh my god. And then they get like four I want, weeks paid vacation. Yeah. I would like a siesta, please. A siesta, <laughs> please. Yes. I had coworkers um, vacationing somewhere. I think it was maybe Utah. But they met these people from Europe and. Um, they were just asking, like, oh, how long are you going to be here for? Like, the people from Europe asking my coworkers. They're like, oh, we're just here for the week. And they're like, oh, we're here for three weeks? Like, they're like, how did you get that off? <laughs> they they just get it. Oh, yeah. People across the seas get four weeks paid vacation. Or holiday. 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 But, yeah. And um, sick days and paternity leave. And maternity leave. So, both. 40-hour work week. 40-hour work week. No, thank you. No, you know, I am simply not doing and it. And many people don't. They surpass <laughs> they the yeah. Well, yeah, that's I'm bringing in 10 hours overtime a week. Right. right. A week. So that's 20 in, the, in a pay period. Well, this was the point I was getting to. The um, 
so in the beginning of, what was it, like November, I was in the fall semester at that point. I was working my job like four days a week because, again, the 40-hour work week is not for me. Luckily, I work at a job that pays me well enough that I do not have to work a 40-hour work week in order to sustain living. Unfortunately, that's not the case for most people. I'm very lucky to be in that position, and I recognize that. Um, But I was in school, I was in work, and I started a new internship. And this internship was essentially full-time hours. It was Monday through Thursday, so I had Friday off. So it was Monday through Thursday. How kind of them. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> as, as their intern. Now, it was paid. Um, it was like a, like a $10, $10 an hour position, which was just good for a, an internship, yeah. like a paid internship. Yeah. That's respectable. So it was Monday through Thursday, and it was like 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. So that's like that's like a nine hour day. Mm-hmm. So I was working there from eight thirty to five thirty, Monday through Thursday. I had my Fridays off and then I would work my other job Saturdays and Sundays. When I tell you I was working over sixty hours a week. That's disgusting. That that's it was wild. But here's the thing though, like you explain like the first phase of burnout and like you know, I went into this position. And I was so excited for it. Right. I was like, this is what I'm going to school for. This is, I'm learning so much. I'm meeting these new people. And like, I love the people I work with and I loved the work environment because it was a really unique environment to work in. But working that many hours, that many weeks in a row, it got to be too much. And then I, I started to go down the rabbit hole of like, you know, I'm really not enjoying being here as much as I should be. I'm not enjoying the work as much, and I really dreaded going to work every morning. I looked forward to that Friday where I got to sleep in until noon and do mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. Caleb would be like, hey, do you want to, like, do something this Friday? Do you want to, like, go on a date or something? Uh, no. I-, I wanted to stay in bed. I wanted to not put pants on. I wanted to watch Grey's Anatomy, and I wanted to distract myself from my capitalistic life <laughs> i want like that i didn't is literally all i want right now and i have not received <laughs> that kind of day i'm talking like four weeks like a month like i'm looking for a day of nothingness nothingness Ugh. everyone needs a nothingness you need to schedule a day to be like world excel and just that's very hard to do though like I'm, I'm speaking out my ass right now because because you got to balance hard. friends right and uh, like a love life and, and family, you and know, and work, of course, is important. And and then time for yourself. Like, I find myself just running errands, and I'm like, this is important. I need to do this. It's my day off. But I wanted, like, like I just wanna do nothing. Sit in bed. I just want to yeah. watch. Yeah. And you know what's even worse is, like, you finally, like, if, let's say you do have, like, time for yourself, right? I don't know about y'all. I feel so guilty. Like, I get this overwhelming sense of guilt. When I'm just like sitting in bed and I'm like, I could be nope, doing. Couldn't no. be me. I, I don't know <laughs> no. what it. Like I'll be laying in bed. I'm like, I could be doing so many other things right now, and I start feeling so bad that I guilt myself into doing things. Listen, I don't know if it's the Virgo in me or what it is, but like I've told you guys this before, it's so pathetic how if I'm in a clean environment, how much it boosts my mood. Yeah. But like I sometimes I do feel guilty if I'm sitting there doing nothing. And the entire apartment is in shambles. But if it's relatively clean and, like, I'm just laying on the couch and I can go from room to room and it not be an absolute shit show, no guilt at all whatsoever. Yeah. But if I'm, like, if I'm in the, if I'm in that same space space and I'm doing nothing and I know 
that I should be doing something to make that space better for myself. Because I, I also know that it's better for my mental health. Right. That if it's better in that way, but I don't have the motivation to do it. And it's just, it's a cycle of shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, my room could even be disgusting. And with how I find, I feel like I'm a hard worker. Oh, for, yeah. So when I have my alone time, like I savor it. I love it. But I just haven't had time for it recently. So I'm really looking forward <laughs> to having some good yeah I, I as you know. should i feel like it's so bad like i don't know why i feel guilty and it's like it's not really fair I to just, myself man, say no it's, it's not fair no just that's a like, toxic this is mindset my self-care time it is because then i'm like oh it's because i'm depressed no and it's like oh you're laying in bed because you're sad <laughs> it's like no ma'am you're just fucking tired you have like, to make it purposeful you just say like oh this is like something that's benefiting myself and then and you, like, you feel good about right, it right right say sure. like i'm I, sure it's a mental thing <laughs> it's a mental block there i'm not saying anyone can no. just wake up and be right. like oh not depressed <laughs> that was like, oh not depressed i'm just laying this here. is just laying Pro- productive laying <laughs> that's what's happening i here. love that productive la- i'm did we just solve her mental block? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to get text messages like, hey guys, I'm productive laying. Did you guys see Has the TikToks I sent you? Sends <laughs> like 10 TikToks. Like I'm really proud TikToks. of myself. There's so much self-care going on. So, yeah. Meanwhile, like, look at all these wallowing TikToks. in self-pity. <laughs> I haven't showered in like two days, but look at all these TikToks okay, I found. It's fine. I'm productive laying. Oh my God. Uh, Okay, let's move on to the the next stage here. There's another one. There's another stage? There's five. That was only three? That was three. We're on stage four. Motherfucker. Oh, is it the actual burnout? This is burnout. This is stage four. So entering stage four is burnout itself. This is where the symptoms become critical. Okay. So continuing as normal is often not possible in this state as becomes increasingly very difficult to cope. Yep. (laughs) So we all have our, like, you know, it says we have our limits to tolerance and, um, it's key that we figure out like where our, you know, limits are, which I think that that is very important. You know, like some people can handle a lot more stress than others. Like you need to figure that out yourself, like where you can tolerate as much stress as, you know, you can personally. So the symptoms of burnout, stage four, you develop an escapist mentality. So like we were, <laughs> TikTok, mine. That is oh, mine. <laughs> same. Um, feeling empty inside is the next one okay obsession over <laughs> problems at work or in life so you become obsessed with these issues ma'am oh, i'm gonna need you to stop i'm stop going to need right you to there. stop pessimistic outlook on Ooh. work and life Ooh. physical symptoms intensify so you know like the hunger the sex drive all that stuff intensifies in this stage um self-doubt and social isolation are also in this so these are behavioral st- uh, changes headaches chronic headaches chronic stomach issues and bowel issues which I have that. I'm all calling the, the police. Time. This is scary. <laughs> Y'all, okay, I don't want to be like TMI out? on this podcast, but my stress controls my bowel movements. Controls. <laughs> I I am lucky to go shit once a week. Her digestive system checks in with her brain daily and says, Are we gonna do this we today or are we no. not? It's it's a it's usually yeah. no. So this it's is usually um, no. desire to drop out of society. This Ooh. is where that comes in. And um, desire to move away. Is also a, oh a very God. big oh, part of no. this <laughs> Not this being my, um, <laughs> literal. pulling up Indeed.com right now on That her is literally, like, okay, boop. let's pull up my Zillow where I'm currently looking at homes in, um, middle of nowhere, Virginia. What the? <laughs> Ma'am, that's not even on the list of I know, but 
I found a really cute setup where it's like a property with three different buildings. There's a um, storefront and there's a little tiny house and a um a cottage. Oh, oh my a god! Cottage? Listen, it is oh, at, it is at least an hour and a half away from any major city. I don't care. I'm obsessed. <laughs> so last weekend. I woke up from the podcast and I took my ass to meet with my real estate agent. I'm looking for a home and I found her on Zillow. Like, I don't really know this woman, but she is through this local brokerage. It's not like super local, but it's like a, like a chain local brokerage. Very, you know, well-established in Western Pennsylvania. So, um, and I am an aspiring real estate agent. I just haven't completed my licensure because... I don't want to right now. I'm very content with, you know, the money that I'm making, the life I'm establishing. I don't want to sacrifice my 21-year-old life to be a full-time checking my phone, engaging with clients. I'd rather not set myself up and my reputation up to fail at such a young age. So in a few years' time, I will certainly become a real estate agent. Has always been a dream. So I met with my agent and, you know, I talked to her about what my goals are um, with what I'm looking for and my budget, everything like that, you know, the basics. And also she was kind of interested in um, how far I'd gotten in the process. I told her I finished my 75 hour curriculum, which real estate entails what you're supposed to do. And then we just started talking about all types of things. And she was like, you, she called me brilliant. She said she was so impressed with me. She said if her boss was there, he would snatch me up and take me to the firm, make me an agent, and we'd figure out my, you know, work life later. That's amazing. Um, I did tell my boss that. (laughs) Oh, as you you tried. (laughs) Yeah. So, um. Like, hey, just don't forget, um, I'm important here. Yes. (laughs) Just Um, a reminder. So, it was really, it made me feel really good. I was kind of just like, hmm. You know, I get the wheels turning a little bit. I really could. Right. Um, I still am just kind of vibing right now. Yeah, I'm vibing. I'm just fine. But this is where the burnout comes in. I have been actively saving, searching for a home, saving and searching. And is there anything on the market? The answer is no, no, ladies. I will say, um, as someone who is not actively, seriously searching for a home, but who is searching for a home in several different cities across the country. I do agree that the housing market is shit right now. It is so shit. (laughs) I was interested in this home. Price range, beautiful. Driveway was immaculate. And let me tell you, a driveway is the number one priority on my list because I live by myself. Like, I will live by myself. I'm a woman. I'm 21 years old. No street parking for me. No. I want to be, like, I come home around midnight some days. And I'm coming home to my parents and I'm feeling just fine, feeling just like safe. So I want the same in a home. So like that's number one priority. It's on a cul-de-sac. This house is, has a sunroom. Beautiful. Love a cul-de-sac. Two bedrooms, one bathroom. It's a little bit of a DIY. It's fine though. I love it. I'm obsessed. Within 24 hours, I contact my agent. I'm like, I'd love to see this home. Fucking off the market. Someone bought it in complete cash. And people are doing that all over the place. So, like, basically, the buyers are in high demand, but sellers, no one's selling. And so this has happened, like, multiple, multiple times. This is a trend. And so eventually it will go back to, you know, the reverse, where there's a lot of houses to sell, but no one to buy. But the 
to be a buyer in this fucking situation is pissing me off. All I want to do is leave my parents home and I cannot because, well, I can't. I have the money. I have, don't have a house. The, yes, I have the means, but there is nothing. Like, seriously, there was a fucking $40,000 home that I was like, this is such a DIY. I'm willing to do it. It's in the heart of the city in which I, I'm really loving to, would love to live in, like the city where I work. And nope, off the market in 16 hours. Well, I messaged my agent. I was like, I'd love to see this. She said, all offers must be in by Friday. Cash preferred um, multiple offers already. I said, count me out. <laughs> count me count out. out. Not getting into bidding war with uh, DIYs. No, ma'am. But it's just, yeah, very much a burnout. I'm really trying to, like, you know, progress with my life. And things are making it stressful. Right. You know, I'm hoping for this is a first-time situation, like home buyer situation, but I'm planning on turning it into an investment property, and then I'd be the landlord, blah, blah, blah. And Absolutely. she was like, oh, this is perfect. I said, yes, ma'am. Love my agent. She's so sweet. Yes, and, um, yeah, shout out to her. No, I just really want to touch on the um, escapism oh, yeah. that you noted yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> it's hilarious because everyone in my family, my mother, my nana, my siblings, Everyone knows that my defense mechanism, let's say, uh, whenever I am reaching burnout, I feel like I'm there or I've reached it, whatever, is I leave the city. I leave the state. I, I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I just go. Um, yeah. That's... Typically, it's to the beach. Sometimes it's in the middle of the woods. Sometimes it's north. Sometimes it's south. Uh, it's never really west. Most of the time, it's just east. <laughs> um but whether it's two hours away, whether it's nine hours away, it's like I just leave. Sometimes I will book a flight a week out, and that's just how it is. Yes, and, how um, it is. Yeah, it's actually really hilarious. Caleb and I went to um, Niagara Falls, I want to say like almost three years ago, and I just gotten into a fight with like either my mom or my sister. I don't really know. Like, I was still living at home at that point. We hadn't uh, moved in together yet. We had just started dating again the second time around. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> and, um, like, I was just really pissed off. And it was, like, it was, like, in the evening. It was, like, kind of late-ish. And I was just, like, I was texting him. I was, like, you know, I'm so mad. Like, whatever. I just, like, need to not be here right now. I love this man because he just enables the shit out of me. Oh. <laughs> and he goes, do you want to go to Niagara Falls? And I said, yep. I went upstairs. I said, hey, mom, I'm going to Niagara Falls. I'm leaving in two hours. I will see you tomorrow night. I've literally done this before with Niagara Falls. It was 2 a.m., left for Niagara Falls, got there at, like, mm, sunrise, and right. then left, went to my internship at 11 a.m. Yeah. Niagara Falls is a great spontaneous trip. It certainly is. Everyone should have a spontaneous trip. And we did trip everything. Like, we did the oh, Maid no, of the I Mist. We did the Cave of the Winds. Like, we spent money in Niagara Falls. I was going to say, I spent no money. I <laughs> simply looked at it. I simply looked at it. And I fucking turned right around. Damn. Yes. Well, but Niagara now that Falls. I have my passport, I'm trying to go to the Canada side. That is listen, the place. hey, okay, this is a PSA for Justin Trudeau. Let me in your country because I've been wanting to go there for That's what I'm saying. Ever. ever we went too. to Niagara Falls and we didn't have our passports at that point. Like, no, now I have my book and my card. Caleb just has his passport card. But that means that we can travel, like, to Canada, like, via land. Yeah. And I kid you not, it's, like, every other day at this point, I Google 
can I go to Canada? <laughs> and I pull up the Canadian government's website, and it goes. It takes me through this series of questions like, "Are you a Canadian citizen? Do you have any immediate like, and do you have any immediate family in Canada? Do you, um, are you do you work there? Do you like do you go to school there? No, I would just like to visit your beautiful country, please. Please. <laughs> like well, I just I wanted to. We're go. all okay. They're they're fully vaccinated. I'm half vaccinated. So we can go soon. Yes, we can yeah. go. Yeah, we're all vaccinated here. It's it's a pretty great time. Hot take. I was going regardless, but I did get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> we did get it. We did indeed. And yes, Bella and I did get the Johnson & Johnson one. And the limited yes, edition. Yes, in the week right after we did. And yes, it did get put on hold. And but yes, it did okay. fuck us up. <laughs> a little bit. But I mean, not, not blood clot wise. No, no, so. no. I'm cool and I feel fine. Let me I'm tell you, good. Pfizer hurt the fuck out of my arm. Really? hurt like i couldn't lift it had a sports bra on like i worked that night from 2 p.m to like 11 p.m and holy fuck my arm could not be lifted like people were asking me to lift up 50 pound boxes for that molly said and no. i was like god damn can't happen went to take my sports bra off at the end of the night after a long night wouldn't you love oh, to rip your bra off yeah i almost cried oh. i almost cried but i was fucking in the parking lot whipping the arm around Doing the thing. Whipping the arm. Like, like on, like you TikTok see on TikTok? Thing? Yeah. yeah. The and then some old woman did it. Because me and my boyfriend went. And it was so fun. It was like, we kept calling it our vaccine date. It was so oh my cute. God. We had such a good time. Um, and then we waited together. And then we went in the parking lot and we started fucking. <laughs> Ow. Okay. I'm sorry about that. the part. fan. <laughs> but yeah, so we're vaccinated. And we're taking our asses to Canada soon. Hell yeah, we are. Um, so I wanted to go to this other part where it's like, I've, I skipped this part of the symptoms. It's um, you completely neglect your personal needs. Oh. That, that's also in this step. Oh. You you neglect it, and I say I need you to stop right there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like when I earlier, I know I was jokingly saying like I didn't shower for like two days. I I'm serious. Like I no, I see a lot of TikToks and it's like people saying, oh yeah, I definitely shower, and then they look the other way and they're like, yeah, no, that's oh, me. I know, I and like sometimes I'm like. Oh, pff, pff. That's fine. I will say... It's so not fun. It's, it's a little bit different for me because, like, of course there are times when I'm so burnt out that I don't take care of my personal needs. But showering has always just been, like... It's hard. Listen, I'll sit my ass in there. Like, I... But I already take... Like, showering is, is already a form of self-care for me. Like, I would go so far as to even say, like, more than sleep for me because I wake up at a certain time in the morning because I budget for about 40 minutes in the shower. Yeah. Every day. And here's the thing. Like, I don't even, like, try. It's just, like, my typical... I, I figured out that that's my average time in the shower and not even trying to I'm take a long shower. I'm right now. Yeah. Like, I wash my hair Is and then, like... hot water for that? Oh, absolutely. I don't pay for that here. That's beautiful. You should I, take advantage of that. That's that right. kind of why I don't want to, like, purchase a home because I'm going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. But, yeah, like... No matter how down bad I am, I still need to shower, like, once a day. Personally, I, and this is fucking a little psychotic, on average, I shower two times a day. I'm so jealous of both of you. Every single day. And I I don't know, like, at night, it's just more convenient for me to get in, wash my face off, and then maybe, like, I'll wash my body. It is convenient. Yeah, it's just convenient. Like, I don't want to sit in front of a sink. I think that is a chore. But what I've done... And I think this allowed me to enjoy my shower time more. Maybe back in September, I was like, you know, 
I kept seeing like you have to start romanticizing your life like that <laughs> stupid sound on TikTok I was like you're fucking right so one night I got into the shower I lit candles like you know on my countertop I'm not kidding you every shower that I take unless I have to like get in, in and out of that shower in two minutes and that is a very rare occasion is I have a candlelit shower daily that's amazing like when I go home tonight I am going to light candles in my bathroom and that is the light that illuminates me to step into the shower wow oh my god it's very beautiful I do want to say though you pointed out um you know like unless you have to like take a quick in and out shower I really did surprise myself actually um, this was right before my vaccine appointment. I got a call from the place and she was like, Hey, can you like, we had a spot open up. Oh, someone sent me a link and it that? said Pfizer. I said, I'm going <laughs> now, <laughs> but it was the most organized shit I've ever seen in my life. I was in and out in fucking, well, 15 minute wait, but then the six, six minute line, six minute line fucking shot right into my wow. arm. That no. no, was beautiful. Where was I? Okay. Sorry. I love talking about the vaccine. Like I could, t- you want to talk about Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson, Johnson. I'll talk about it all. Everything. Okay. Sorry. You're good. I could. I bet you could. If you want me to. <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> she can do it guys. Um, so yeah, this was like right before our vaccine appointment and I got the call and she was like, we had two slots open up for you and Caleb. Can you be here within the hour? And I had taken, this was my first off day after my work weekend it was like a tuesday i work like saturday sunday monday and it was a tuesday so i slept in until like noon i was like super slow morning it was just like i was doing nothing so i waited until like 2 p.m to take my shower for the day and like actually get ready for my day she she calls me as i'm literally stepping into the shower like water is running and i'm like Yes, I will see because apparently the the vaccine had it would expire in like yeah. an hour and twenty minutes or something. So and we live five minutes away from where we were going. But I was like, okay, I am dirty as hell right now. I am. There's no way that I could even like dry shampoo my head real quick. Like I am. I'm grimy. Like I need to get into the shower. So I got in. I got out. Ten minutes. Oh wow! I like shampooed with, with a hair wash. That's very shampoo, impressive. conditioner, body wash, face wash. That's my I was so that. impressed with myself. Mine's I was about the same. I started my shower. We were out the door in a half hour. That is record time for me. Good job. Yeah. I well, was. I didn't. I didn't think that I could. I will say I that Bella did FaceTime me while she was in the shower. And then texted me, like, a half hour later, and she was still in the shower. For the record, you FaceTimed me, and I answered while I was in the shower. Yeah. yeah. No, no. then you called me back and told me about an idea, Kate. That's had. right, yeah. This all happened while she was in the shower. Yeah, and then, Leslie like... Leslie and I used to fucking FaceTime while we were in, in the bath. Like, we would be like, we FaceTime after bath school, buddies. and we'd, get, we'd call ourselves bath buddies, and then get in the bath, and then FaceTime each other. Like, it, that was the, oh that was the occasion. <laughs> and we would just talk. Like, it was so fun. Amazing. Like, we'd be on FaceTime for maybe an hour. What did like, we even talk about? Don't know. Just It was just such a vibe. Taking baths. Someone is scootering down the fucking street. <laughs> it is probably 39 degrees out right it now. Is Let me just tell you. <laughs> Let me, for reference, pull up the temp. 41. Oh, my God. Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. At 12.20 a.m. In the okay. city of Pittsburgh. All right. So, we move on to the next final yeah okay so that was burnout oh, this is my this is this my favorite is one the <laughs> final stage of burnout this is habitual burnout 
So this is the final that stage. That never goes away. This <laughs> means that the symptoms of burnout are now embedded into your Holy life. Holy fuck. That you are likely to experience an insignificant amount of ongoing menta- mental, physical, and emotional problems, as opposed to just experiencing stress. This How is amazing. Fun. Life is so fun. <laughs> so these are the symptoms that are included with habitual burnout. Chronic sadness. Mm. Depression. <sighs> burnout syndrome as a whole is now a symptom for you. Chronic mental fatigue and chronic physical fatigue. This this is the breaking point. Is this why I'm tired all the time? I think, <laughs> I think it's like... That sounds like my dad. It's like Personally. this is the final part. Like I, I can... Now I'm reading this. It's like... I don't know if I've totally, I mean, maybe hit this. This is like the part where this is just now your life. You know, it's but, like. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Um. So as we established, burnout can come from like a lot of different things. Um. So if you have, if one has the symptoms of, or some or all or whatever, of the symptoms of habitual burnout, could that be caused by like childhood trauma i mean like, that's also just like that's that's like a whole separate entity this right. is the stress that causes from like work life and like stresses from your life stresses you know? from your life interesting so probably but like also trauma is right. its own like folder that we have to open up and i agree diagnose with a therapist and like psychiatrist you know yeah. that's 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 its own thing but like this like, this is kind of scary. And, you know, the point of yeah. this is, like... But that's... I, I think my real question is, like, is this something that's, like, exclusive to, like, adults in, like, their... Or, like, teenagers in high school? Or, like, like where does... where does the, Where does the burnout really start? Like, can you be, like... Can you get habitual burnout from, like, elementary like school? A lot like, of people at a young age have already almost to this stage. That's what I'm saying. Like... I guess, Especially yeah, yeah, I guess, like, my, my right. real question was, like, you know, can you get this from childhood and, like, have it carry I'm on with sure you for the rest of your life? Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, the fact that this is now just who you are, and especially with, you know, like, where, you know, we're in America, like, this is, like... <laughs> we're in America, this, that's you know, unfortunate. <laughs> grinding is freaking romanticized for whatever Fuck reason. Fuck the grind. And getting that bag is romanticized. This is the final stage for a lot of people and it's a reality for a lot of people the reality for a lot of people that these symptoms have come from you overexerting yourself through the workspace or through school or through whatever life stresses you have and you're not coping with it properly or at least understanding that these are coming and like i'm definitely not the one to preach because like i well, either totally that, don't even know what my limits are. Right. But, I mean, like I said in the beginning, I feel like it's... Part of it is, of course, knowing your limits and knowing what you can handle. But, like, if you're in a situation where, like, you don't have control and things are just happening, you just kind of have to deal with it, like, work or school, then you're not even able to set your limits. You're not even able right. to, like... I just keep thinking about, like, right now, like, this pandemic that we're in... And my brother is a sophomore in high school. He has never had more work to do in school than he has this year. Mm-hmm. And I oh, see I burnout. Sophomore year, right? And it was hard as itself, like just right. going. But like, it's just day after day of just like, and uh, 
The Zoom fatigue is real, too. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't know because I... You don't do it. I don't do it. My school requires but I my know, attendance on Zoom. I, I know that the Zoom fatigue is real because other people tell me it's real. Sucks. I am very proud to say that I will be graduating Zoom University without ever creating a Zoom account. <laughs> you were lying. No, I swear. It's literally the worst. The fact that I am required to attend via Zoom I am every also... Day of my life quote unquote required to attend i simply do not you know i I thought about this you know what how bullshit i understand like you know the pandemic we had to find ways to work around it and make things safe it's the fact that with work and school requiring you to do zoom while you are at home that is literally work invading your home life that is work and school invading your safe space. That is supposed to be your safe space for you and for your home. Mm-hmm. It is not that has now approved. Just saying. It's not right. No, it has literally merged its way, and now there are there's no boundaries between home and personal life and work and school life. That is now merged into one because now you can do it at home. There were limited boundaries to begin with. Right, and now they found a way to just completely be like, no, you ha- we have a Zoom meeting at this time. We have to be there. You have to be there. Turn camera on. We are all going to meet at this time. And you are literally in your bedroom. I think that oh, is God, so toxic. How about that bullshit where it's like, you know, make sure that you look presentable. You're not wearing PJs. I was wearing a hat in my house. A hat. Ma'am, I am. I pay rent in this apartment. How? Don't you fucking tell me like, what I can. Can I wear. go to the bathroom in my own home, or do I have to ask you first? No, we had to ask. <gasps> no, we had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. That's this what I, is like, disrespectful. That's what I mean. Like I understand again. Like the pandemic, it's terrible. Like I understand. Like life had to continue. Like we had to figure things out, and I understand that Zoom made that very accessible. But, but y'all took it too far. It has come <laughs> to a point where I there's no separation between where that personal boundary is and i think that has now what is the word fast forwarded the burnout that has now like you have we have gone from like okay i'm at work cool like i'm just gonna go home and do whatever no that has now followed you home Mm -hmm. so now burnout has now gone up to times five there's no differentiation (laughs) there no and i think that's definitely (laughs) and it's hard i think i feel like a big part of you know, getting that solution to your burnout is figuring out, you know, this is the mental place that I'm in while I'm at work, and this is the mental place that I can be in when I'm at home. Right. And whenever you blur that line or you take that line away completely, it's a lot more difficult to figure out how to make the situation better for yourself. Mm -hmm. So this continues, like, how to prevent burnout from, like, affecting you, which, like, we wish, right? So... Like, burnout can cause issues at work, at home, and, like, just life in general, which it absolutely does. It affects every single part of who you are at some points. It does. And so this is, like, there are possible ways that it's saying that, like, you can take action for yourself and your life to move back towards stage one. If we recall, that is where you are, like, you know, optimistic and you have energy and all these things. Um, even if you're not experiencing stress or burnout, like, they suggest that the wisest course of action is to proactively take up self-care practices and to actually like maintain that persevering of what can I do for myself and what can I do to make sure that these levels of stress don't exceed my limits which there are a lot of things you can do for that which Molly like you like she meditates like yes let me just say yoga transformed the way I think about 
work and just my personal life because when you're on your yoga mat your yoga instructor instructs you to you know stay in the moment that's what they always say stay in the moment so that means you know where are you right now you're currently probably sitting on a mat in maybe a yoga studio or your home or wherever you find your practice to be I'm fucking you. Bella's just eating an apple. I'm doing a far away from the microphone so you can't pick it up. It's a sangria apple. Caleb made us sangria. That man. I love him so much. Wow. Um, But they basically just tell you, you are not to be thinking about anything but what is happening to you in this moment. And I love that. And I think about that all the time. Like, I am personally sitting in the city of Pittsburgh with two of my best friends and we're talking about a life situation and nothing else is affecting me right now that is the only thing going on in this moment so when I'm at work although tons of crazy things are happening to me like seriously insane things that you all would probably pay to hear but I (laughs) personally can't tell you um you know that happens to me at work but I do not allow it to come home with me especially on my yoga mat I get so pissed if I start thinking about work on my yoga mat or just while meditating or like before I go to bed because that stuff doesn't belong there. So mm-hmm. I think that is so, that is one of my favorite things that I've learned with self-care is just living Having in the moment. And I know that sounds yeah. stupid because like, no, no, that makes sense. it's easier said than done. Right. For sure. But like, that is such a good piece of advice to like give people. It's very sure. positive. It's very healthy. My coping <laughs> mechanism is not, it's <laughs> no. is not as Zen as yoga okay. or meditation. Um, as we've established, I just fucking leave. <laughs> I leave the situation. But, like, that's... But here's the thing, though. Like, currently, I already have three vacations booked in the next two months because I am planning out that I will probably be burnt out by then. So I am getting... I like to get ahead of it. I like to plan one, probably, like, one once a month. And, um, you know, I like... It's, it's what I enjoy. And I like to get away from everything that's happening but you know molly you mentioned how you know whenever you're at work you you leave it at work and you come home and you're at home for me it's a little bit more difficult to do that i don't think it's another it's necessarily a bad thing i work at the same place as my significant other so when we get home we work in different departments in this same workplace but we will oftentimes exchange stories of, like, the wild batshit crazy things that happen to us during the day. And, like, we both find it pretty therapeutic to just be able to vent to each other about it during the day. Like, oh, this is what happened to me. Oh, I have oh, this yeah. crazy no, story. And, like, it's just a fun, it's a good time. Um, do I sometimes get disappointed with how much we talk about work at home? Absolutely. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, pros and cons, give and take. Like, it's, it's good but, you know, there are other topics of conversation. <laughs> right. So I'm looking at, I found, this is on helpguide.org. So they advise, so the dealing with the burnout, these are, this is the 3R approach. Okay. Oh. So this is what they advise. So you recognize, reverse, and then there's resilience. So recognize is like you watch for the warning signs of burnout, which we've went over already. We've gone through that in stage one and stage two. You Watch for the warning signs. Reverse. You undo the damage by seeking support and managing stress. So they advise that reach out to people that you're close to, friends, family, loved ones. Make sure that what you're feeling is recognized and known. Or personally, I think that also might 
apply to like you know talking with your boss i'm i'm taking this as a work approach like how can you adjust your schedule how can you adjust like bella she fucking said yeah i have an internship it's very important but is it important for me to be here so she took her ass you know virtually yeah and like she continued that internship all the way through but she didn't need to be in the physical space and it helped her mental health tremendously communication so is very like important that. i think that's very yeah, important it says be more social with like co-workers and people you work with which i totally i can see mm-hmm. that as well like you just address healthy boundaries with people yeah. at work right rather than it becoming a constantly like nagging like what i've noticed is when i'm working is that i i should work on this is that when you're at work with your co-workers you're constantly like nagging about like customers with them and you're talking about like right. nagging bad experiences at work while you're at work yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that also exemplifies the negative feelings towards work which i'm sure a lot of people can work on and sometimes it's like it's funny but like mentally it definitely does put that mindset like oh this sucks no i literally had that happen to me last week where i was closing with two other co-workers and i had this guy come up and he asked me a question and i was explaining to him something that was very simple <laughs> it was so simple um so simple that i have explained it to probably a million other people before him and everyone else was like oh, okay like that's fine i'll just go handle it the way that you're telling me to handle it and um he was not only not getting it Um, but he was making me feel stupid that that was how our system was structured. Mm -hmm. A, as if it was my fault and B, as if I was explaining anything in a confusing manner or like, and he was telling me that I was wrong to my face and that it was stupid and like this, that, and the other thing. And I got so angry and he walked away and I just vented so hard to like both of my coworkers and I just was you know, I was so angry and still like 10, 15 minutes later, I'm, I still have this interaction in my head and mm-hmm. I, I brought it up again. And like my one coworker was like, wow, like, you're still talking about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I'm that mad about it. And like, I took it home with me. I told Caleb and I'm like, and it wasn't, that's what I'm talking about when I say like, it's not always healthy. It's not always a venting, like a healthy venting sometimes it's just it gets stuck in your head Mm -hmm. and it's at that point it's not good for you like you got to find a way to get out of that headspace because he was taking up space in my mind rent free rent free rent free and i was allowing it and that that's a damn shame it is so it also says like for this the help with communication like limit contact with negative people which bye guys just kidding (laughs) Which I honestly, I'm a Sagittarius, so I, I find so joy, cut your ass off. I so find quick. joy in cutting people off for like the smallest things. I'm sorry if I've done that too. If you're listening, no, we're not sorry. Actually, we're not sorry. Here's um, the thing. There's this one bitch. If you're listening, um, <laughs> me and Lexi cut her the fuck off. Yeah, and you there's know what? no I, doubt or regret. Okay, no, I just I find joy in it. If you do something that makes me feel negative or uncomfortable. I'll cut you off. Mm-hmm. That's easier said than done for a lot of other people. Right. I, again, I'm a Sagittarius. That takes up a lot of my charts. So, like, it's not that hard for me. <laughs> However, for other people, it can be very tolling right. to have that negative presence in your life that constantly is, like, clouding over you. I but totally it is such a freeing feeling when you get to that point in your life whenever you can say, you, are, you as a human being, are not contributing positively to my life experience not only are you not contributing positively you are contributing completely negatively and i don't need this energy right and you are confident and self-assured in yourself to say 
I'm done with this. I think I think that's a really powerful for sure thing. And I think that's why they listed it. It's like one of those things. It's like while you don't think of it being a necessary like a necessary part of you getting over that you know hump and, and you may not road, think it's like that difficult, but it is. It's tolling. Mm-hmm. So like when you're finally able to do that, it's definitely very liberating. So last step is resilience. So this is you build your resilience to stress and you take care of your physical and emotional health. That's a big one. So like whether, you know, like Molly said, like yoga, you know, taking time for yourself. Wine. 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 Take your, do your bubble baths, like your candles, take your vacations, take your mental health days. Um, PSA for anyone who has paid sick time or paid vacation time right now, fucking schedule that shit off. Take it. Fuck capitalism. Yeah, yeah. don't let Do that it. shit pile up. Don't like, let it don't run. Don't feel bad out. if you need time for yourself. But also, I just want to say, I, I'm always thinking about work, but my dad was just very inspirational to me. So I think I've talked about this before. He was making good, good money, okay? But he hated his job. What did he do? He quit because it is what was best for his mental health. And he still suffers from a lot of, you know, I'm, I think he is the definition of burnout, personally, in my book. Um, and he, he still deals with it, but he removed himself from the negative situation, even though, like, you know, he was scared that it would affect his family, like, his kids, but it was what was best for his mental health. And so I think a lot of people, like, I, if you're not happy with your job or your life, you are in control. You can fix right. it. You can change it. So I think you should think about that. If something is really stressing you out so much to the point that you are dreading waking up every day, you should, you should try to... And I think it's really important to note, too, you know, you said that, you know, he was probably worried about, like, how it would affect his family and, like, his marriage, his kids and all that. But if you're not feeling number one in your life, you can't support the people who are close to you, who you love. So if you're not feeling your best, you can't expect to be there for other people who really matter. But also, if those people really love you, they will understand and accept that you are important enough to take control of your life. Absolutely. Because burnout will seriously take over. It'll tear you apart, and sometimes it'll it'll take your life. It will. Like, Mm -hmm. it's definitely... it, It can... it drains a lot of people to a point where it's again habitual like you we joked a out. lot on this podcast but seriously if you're experiencing burnout There's, please take care of yourself yeah. please seek support please seek help in any way possible that you can um because work school life that shit gets to you so you need to do whatever is possible within your means to make sure that you are okay first and foremost because that's what matters the most right set boundaries for yourself for sure. So, like, right here, it says set boundaries. Like, don't overextend yourself. Learn how to say no to requests. Like, if it's on your time, learn how to say no. And if you find this difficult, like, remind yourself that saying no allows you to say yes to the commitments you want to make. That's beautiful. Wow. I, love, I that. love that. So, I mean, do we want to want to? That's a great up? place to end yeah, it. I, I love it. <laughs> we hit it all. We hit it all. We did. And again just want the best for everybody and hope this podcast was helpful to some and educational um it's a bit different from what we normally do but i feel like this was this was cathartic for us personally yes it was. <laughs> we've all had quite hellish weeks if months. you months yeah thanks covid years 
years. So if you want to like, <laughs> um, talk to me personally about what vaccine you got, <laughs> Molly's uh, my DMs open. are open. Like, come talk to me. Whenever she decides to be on social media, <laughs> which I will, I will not decide. She's on Twitter. Sometimes. 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 She will post the um, random Instagram picture for different reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah I only <laughs> I post and that's it. That's but, it. That's it. But, yes, thank you guys for, you know, listening again. We really appreciate it again. Hope this helped. Hope this was educational. Hope this was insightful for you if you're experiencing any of these symptoms. Is there someone outside blasting the music? music is legit trash. <laughs> this is, it sounds like they're on SoundCloud. Probably. Okay. But We gotta go. We got SoundCloud yeah. rappers outside. <laughs> But, yeah, if you That's have any ride. symptoms, recognize it. <laughs> and um, if you need to sick as- seek assistance, reach out to those around you because I'm sure people love you enough and they care about you enough to want to hear about it. We do. We definitely we do. do. If you need anything, our business email is in our links. If you need even the DMs. The Instagram DMs always. A part of this Bella will yourself. open your Instagram DMs and wait for Lexi <laughs> to reply to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll get and a Molly screenshot of your message. I'll get a screenshot of the message and her saying reply. I'm like, okay. Listen, guys, I I handle we all handle things differently here at the podcast. Yeah, we handle Molly different doesn't handle anything at all. Okay. We handle different departments. Lexi, um for those of you who don't know, Lexi is typically the one who will answer your Instagram DMs. However, um whenever Lexi is especially busy on a particular day and I am not Bella's I, nebby. I am very nebby. That's a Pittsburgh word for those of you who are She's not nosy. She nebby is such a better word. It is. It really no, is. it is. I everything. encourage you to pick up the word nebby instead of nosy. Yes. But um my nebby ass will go into the um Instagram DMs and if there's a bunch of unopened messages, if I can read the first sentence, the first line and it cuts off that like dot 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 and it looks interesting, it looks juicy, it looks like I want to read it. She's opening it. I'm opening it. But she's and not then replying. I no, I'm sorry. But we'll get back to it eventually. We, <laughs> we will, will. We will respond. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I will screenshot it and I will send it to Lexi and so I will say he, please respond. We will see it. I promise. <laughs> They'll see it. Molly will never ever see <laughs> Molly it. Molly might see it on a five percent chance. But that's right. okay. Someone will see it. We send it to... The, oh, I send it to the group chats, um, but Molly sometimes responds to that, sometimes doesn't. That's okay. <laughs> that's but okay. We're all very busy women. We are. That's okay, because we all make time for each other. And Thank you guys for joining us. Um, we will see you again next Saturday. Make sure to follow us on our socials. Our Instagram is Honey Tea Steam Pod. Our Twitter is Honey Tea Steam. And our Facebook and YouTube is Honey Tea Steam... Honey Tea and Steam Podcast. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.